Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Good morning. This is Rahul Nadi. Today is uh, July the time is about 11.30 and Ready Newman PC has been conducting Zoom calls from past, Zoom or conference call from past 11 years. If you can please fill out the Google Sheet and if uh, you're a newcomer, let our team know that you're a newcomer. Please fill out a Google Sheet. Those people who fill out a Google Sheet will get the promotion. Uh, those people who don't fill out the Google Sheet because it becomes easy for me to answer if people fill out the Google Sheet. Hi, Kavita. Hi, Kavita. Tushar? Hi, this is Tushar. Um, I recently yes, lost my I recently lost uh, my job. You, you lost I'm your on... job. You're on GCEAD, okay. You're on GCEAD. Um, yes. And, for, and it's been more than, is it more than six months? I lost my job and I have another offer, but job profile is different. What do you mean be different? Um, so currently, like last job, I was a program manager. In the new job, I am going what as a senior. What, what program manager are you? Uh, IT program manager. You're an IT program manager. Okay. Uh, if and, and, and the new job is going to be what? It will be a senior manager of credit risk. But it's still in IT, is right? Uh, it's, um, no, it's not IT. Is it finance completely without IT at all? You won't touch the computer? No, I will touch the computer. It, it is finance, but it is a mix. Okay. I need to evaluate. It's better to evaluate it, okay? So okay. you may want to have, can you have both job descriptions and consult a lawyer that will be much better, okay? Okay. Next person. Um, sorry, just one follow-up. So, Is there a time limit on EAD? Uh before I need to get my next job? Um, normally, you should have a continuation of employment. Um, you must have a continuation of employment. Um, since, how long will be the gap though? Is it going to be more than 10 days, less than 20 days? What, what's the story? Um, so they are saying it will take like six to eight weeks for H1 transfer. Um, yeah, normally we don't like that gap though. Um, but there are some suggestions that we give. You can be self, uh, you can be self-employed, but there comes a problem with the H1B. But if it is just less than 60 days, we will have to face it. We'll have to see how the officer is going to behave though. Some of the officers are fine, some of the officers are not. Okay. 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 We, we don't like any employment gap. We can always say that you're self-employed, okay? 
but there are some risks involved in self-employment. Next person, please. Shravya. Um, hi, Rahul. So um, this is I'm asking on behalf of my husband. So uh, like right now, um, so uh, his previous employer, he has two employers uh, right now. So one employer, like uh, he's on H1B, whereas like initial 485 uh, is going on and uh, the payroll is run and everything. So that is on H1B. And then recently he uh, got another job in Feb 2023. Uh, so mm -hmm. where they uh, he has to be on EAD. Uh, but since since mm -hmm. Feb, Feb 2023, he's been in um, India itself. Um, so right now, our question is, uh, so when we enter, so for that, uh, the second employer, we had to give the EAD number. So mm -hmm. uh, right now, our question is, so when he enters on the advanced payroll, right? Uh, so he's planning to return on August 1st week. So mm -hmm. uh, if asked at the port of entry, which status? So what do we say? Is it like H1 or EAD? He can just say, I'm an advanced parole, though. He, they, they don't ask okay. on what status he's entering. He can always say he's entering on advanced parole. He doesn't need to give any more status than that. Got it. Okay. And one more thing is, like, um, once he comes to the country, because earlier you had mentioned that uh, as if we're out of the country, it doesn't matter. But once he enters the country, so to his other, uh, I mean, the main employer, which who holds that I-485, right? He doesn't uh, need to do anything. He doesn't need to do anything with them. You just oh, can stay calm, okay? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And okay. one last thing. Uh, so, is it better if he do does the H one B stamp? Anyways, his H one is also there until twenty twenty five. So, um, uh, because now advance payroll is taking a lot of time, right? In case if he has to return early, so uh, is it better to get the H one B stamped? I I mean I I understand the emergency travel things people have. That's up to each individual choice. Though I personally, when I was a dependent 485 application. I choose to not travel, okay? Uh, don't have emer emergency travel and then choose to use the EAD. So you have to choose which one is making more money important or travel to India is more important. You have to choose which one is important because if he has two jobs, he's making tons of money, right? Of course, tons of money. So that you have to choose. If you want to go on H1B and, and be on the H1B stamp and get, get away with EAD, then you're sacrificing the money. Next person, please. Hello, Rahul Garu. Yes, Prashant. Yes, Prashant. Yes. Yeah. So I posted the question. Okay. One second. Let me look into Prashant. Uh, my friend is is in a situation. He applied for prom last year, October, and he is waiting for the prom. Of course, it's taking a long time. His max out is now, but he applied for the seventh year extension. If he get another seven, well, he's even for I one forty is yet to be approved. How is he going to apply the seventh year extension? No, 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 unless Actually, he gets 740. Uh, no, 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 he, he applied for perm. I'm like immediately. Uh, perm is not approved. Max out is max out uh, is nearing to max out. That is the reason. Ah, for so what you're telling is that by the time his uh, his November thing comes out, he will be applying. He will be one year duration. Correct. Yeah. So the answer is yes and the answer is yes and no though. For some people, though, for some people, um, what the USCIS officers will may interpret it at one point of time is, hey, look, you don't have the eligibility at the time you applied for the extension, though. They may tell that thing. They may tell that thing. I will be a little bit defensive and will file the extension in October of 2023. 
Okay, so it will be like three sixty-five days near to that perm if it is perm is not approved. After after three hundred sixty-five days. The other thing, what he can do if he wants to, Prashant, because most of the officers don't go by that rule though. He can do premium processing of H one B approval, and then see if it gets approved. He files right now. He does the premium processing because if he files right now, if he waits until November or this. December and then he gets a denial. He will be in a garka na gatka. That's the reason. Either he files after the one year maturity or he files right now with premium process. Next person, please. Oh, thank you. Next person, please. Uh, hi, hi, hi. Good morning, Rahul and everyone. Uh, uh, Rahul, the question is: I, I came to use H one B on um, two thousand eighteen. Uh, uh-huh. Typically, I, your, I have not. You got your I one forty approved. Sounds good. H one B transferred to the new company. Will I get three years based on the I one forty? Will they consider H one B since I have? Haven't maxed out. Well, how does it matter to you? Either way, you get three years. When was your I one forty approved, though? Uh, April twenty twenty two, Raghur. Either way, you will get three years. How does it matter whether it's based on I one forty or based on six years? You are either way eligible for three years H one B extension. No, uh, because uh, I am completing the six years uh, maxing out, completing by twenty twenty four, right? I was under a dilemma that uh, because I one forty is bound out to employee, it may be cancelled. No, or sir. No, okay. sir. It's not. It's yours now. The I one forty belongs to you right now. You can file for the. It, that belongs to you right now. Okay. That mm-hmm. belongs to you right now. So you can you can definitely file uh, uh, and you can file the I one forty. You can file the H one B extension with a different company. You can file from B company, company C company, D, any company that you want to. I one forty has been approved; it's not been withdrawn for a period of one hundred and eighty days. That is yours right now. Next person, please. Thank you. Thank you. you will get three years extension, Next even person. if I transfer to new company, right? Even if you transfer to company B, even if you transfer after company B to company C, even if you transfer all the way to company Z, you will still be eligible for the three years H one B extension. Next person, please. Thank you. Parag, hello, hi. Uh, I'm asking this question on behalf of my husband. Sure. I have uh, my H1B uh, visa getting expired on August 12, 2023. Perm uh-huh. filed and result I waited. My question is, can I file B2 visa for myself? And my question is, if yes, this recommended to safe to do also file for family based TC. What do you mean family based uh-huh. TC though? It's a family. Uh, I mean, my mother-in-law has filed for my husband. And uh, we have got I one thirty approved in two thousand fourteen, and the result is still awaited. A dependent visa. What is the result? But is the priority date current there? Uh, the date that is going on for India is March two thousand ten right now, and we have filed in two thousand ten. Two thousand fourteen. No, is it two thousand ten? You filed? No, we filed in two thousand ten. We got our approval notice in two thousand fourteen. Okay, but so the two thousand ten is the priority date. So let me. Uh-huh. What is the pri- what is the priority date exactly? Do you know the priority date? It's and October two thousand. October two thousand ten. Two thousand ten, yeah. And this is in the what basis? Family base three. She is a U.S. citizen. Yes, F three. Yes. Yeah, but right now the priority date is March two thousand and ten. Yours is October. It's not current. So right uh-huh. now, the uh-huh. best solution is to file a B two application for all three people. Okay, uh-huh. 
mm-hmm. and get the perm approval and get the H-1B extension though, and still wait for the 485, still wait for the priority date for the, for the family base three to be current. Mm-hmm. Okay. But is it like a, a, is it a recommended? Because I had read somewhere that people generally do not prefer to do to B2 when you have a family F3 file. And it's the same thing when you, yeah, it's, yeah, no, we are okay with you if you go to B2 right now. We are fine with it. Okay. That. And uh, how long does it take uh, uh, to move from H1B to B2? Uh, that may take a long time. All you need is to, all you need is to file the application before the H-1B expires. Even if it takes oh. like three to four months, you're good. I don't see any problem with it. Oh, okay. So because we are very nearing the date, will you be able to help us do that? Yes, ma'am. I'm going to send you the information with regards to the B-2, but I want okay. you or your husband to fill out all I-539s online and uh-huh. we will t- send you the link and prepare uh-huh. with the questions. Though. Next person. Okay, okay thank you. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, hello, sir. Uh, this is Sai. So yes, uh, currently, uh, I am working for a consultant. Uh, I've been working for him. I'm on H-1B visa. Uh-huh. I've been working for him uh, since two, two and a half years. And my I-140 is in process with him uh, currently. Uh, I recently got an, uh, a full-time offer. I see, I see what you're telling about, though. I yep. see what you're telling about. Um, the issue is that since you are not part of filing the H-1B application, though, you don't, you're not bound by it. No, my I-140 is in process. It's uh, it's just uh, my uh, perm has, it's not approved yet. Like it's uh, going on. And uh, I, okay. I have a, a full-time opportunity. And like okay. uh, I finished like two and a half years, around two and a half years of my H-1B. So I have filed for extension also. Uh, So at this time, I received this new offer. Um, So the new company is willing to file my I-140, but after six months, uh, after six months, I I would I would recommend to stay. I I think so. I got a different side there. I would recommend to stick with the company right now, get the I-140 approval though. Because if this is a first I-140 approval, you will be in great trouble if you move to a different company and they will take a long time. Right now, it's taking about two years to get the I-140 approval though. Sruti, I can't, I'm unable to send messages to anybody. Can you make, uh, make uh, me eligible to send messages? So Sai, it's, mm-hmm. you, this is your first I-140s, right? Yes. You need to, I would recommend that you wait until you get the H1, uh, I-140 approval with the current company. Okay. So can my current company uh, continue my I-140 even though if I leave them as a future employment? Is it? They can. They can. They can. They can. They can. If they want to. Uh, is there anything that bounds me to come back to them and work after my I-140 approval? Or... Well, you can You can always take the decision later on though. Thank Next you. person. Next person, please. Yes. Uh, hi, Rahul. So uh, last year, uh, my profile was uh, picked in H-1B lottery. Uh, mm-hmm. At Indian Consultancy had uh, sponsored the petition. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, the petition got approved. But the problem is like, uh, without my knowledge, uh, they have uh, replaced a certain work experience document with another fake company. I'm not really sure for what reason they have done that. And mm-hmm. uh, another work experience, they've actually tweaked it. Like they have extended a certain gap which I had in my career, like for mm-hmm. nine months or so. 
so mm-hmm. and uh, they got the petition approved uh, mm-hmm. i when i got to know about this at a later stage so they are saying like you know it's only for getting the petition approved you don't have to worry about it i'm not comfortable uh, going to h1b uh, you know visa interview with these documents and everything so i have not gone for the interview till now uh, so i'm not mm-hmm. sure how to proceed in this regard i have even emailed the consultancy saying please get the petition rectified because it might fall under misrepresentation category i, I really so, don't know what to uh, do rahul yeah mr bhardwaj yes there are, there were some case law that we fought those cases though okay um we fought those cases though in okay. in the in the cases where we had it we made an argument saying that you didn't okay. file the h1b application you never had any control about filing the h1b application you That's only right. send your documents to the company though so there yes. was a misrepresentation case that we represented and we successfully defended it but definitely i don't want you to claim that experience anywhere i want you to move out of the company as soon as possible and don't show that fake experience anywhere okay Officially. no no actually i'm still working in india so uh, i've still not gone for the stamping ah, yet i see that yes you're not gone stamping then i don't want you to go for stamping with that h1b that's right i'm definitely not comfortable doing this but uh, uh, at least the only only silver lining in this is they have not withdrawn the petition yet so uh, i'm just uh, like kind of hopeful maybe i can get this rectified somehow so that they i can, can utilize file, this they can they can file an amended h1b saying that there was an error in there and get the h1b amended and then you can come in uh, okay but only they have to do it right i can't do it from only, my end no you can't do it no you can't do it only they have to do it but i don't oh. want you to go since there is since it's 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 a it's a fake thing i don't want you to go there that okay okay rahul one more one last question so there are other consultancies who are willing to sponsor me they are saying like uh, we can transfer the petition with genuine documents so how will that work out for me anjan technically speaking about you are not counted toward the h1b number because either you did not because you did not get the stamping nor okay. you did not get the uh, neither you did, did get the stamping nor you got the um i94 staying here and working in the united states okay yeah so yeah. for that reason technically but i have seen i don't know how sometimes yeah. the uscs approves and the consulate approves too that's yeah, I, sometimes they do it sorry to interrupt rahul so i heard it comes under cap exempt no because technically it does not okay okay next person please thank um, you rahul. i'm going to answer i'm going to answer the message from uh, sangeeta um um that she has filed as a future job can you admit sangeeta um okay i am yes yeah yes sangeeta i know that you did file the future employer as 485 here is a question there though you don't technically have to work for the company for you to get the green card though it's only the job offer that counts though now when it comes to the unemployment period though, that's where the major question comes in if you have a job offer why did not you work for that company why why while you are unemployed so they may say that it's not a genuine job offer if you have an unemployment though it's always good to have a continuous employment for you even though even though it's technically not required they will say that you don't have a genuine job opportunity because you didn't do the job so 
it's always Not good it. to have an employment. Now, Not can it. we fight with the USCIS saying that, look, it's only the job offer that is required. It is not actual job that is required. Can we make an argument? Yes, we can make an argument. I have a memo from the USCIS. I'll try to pass it on to you, where it says that you don't need to have, you don't need to ever work for the, uh, for the company for you to get the green card. I know that you worked previously, but even though you did not work previously, you still should be able to get the green card. I will try to send that memo to you, okay? Thanks, Rahul. Thank you. Okay. Saba, go ahead. Next. Hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm, I'm on H1B. Your son is 12 years old. He's, a, he's an H4, of course. My son recently wrote an adventure fantasy. Now he, want, he wants to self-publish it on Amazon. In the process, Amazon requests me to enter SSN and bank details for earning royalties. Do these royalties go against H1B rules for the GC process? Yikes. Yikes. Um, yes. The, that... the, the answer is yes, technically yes. The answer is technically yes. There are ways where, I don't know if you can give some charity because you want your son to be famous. I mean, of course. Is young kid, yeah, uh, yeah, so and our intention is not to get the money, we know that. So, I don't know if you go to some charitable organization and say, Okay, I give all the donation to the charity here and give the tax ID number. Okay, so take the charitable organization's tax ID number and give them, and all the money we can uh, donate it there, yes. Yeah, you can just go to a temple or church or something like that or okay. anything. I mean, masjid or whatever kind of thing you want. Sure. And then donate Red Cross or whatever it is and donate to them and give their tax. Thank you so much, so Rahul. Nobody gave me this. The, yeah. yeah, because otherwise we will hamper the opportunity for this young man to publish it. Yes. It's not the money. We, we, need, we need that. We need that. We need that in the resume. We need that everywhere. Next person, please. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, this is Puneet. So I am currently on my third H-1B with my current employer. The I-140 is approved as of September 2022. Uh, I, got a new offer. I got a new offer and they filed for my H-1B premium uh, just this uh -huh. week and it, um, probably I'll get a decision next week. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. I got another offer from a third employer. That third employer is uh, a not-for-profit. And I am okay. more interested. You're currently employed with third H1B, I-140 approved. Okay. An offer from another employer and they filed H1B premium with the English. Okay. Meanwhile, I got another offer and they are ready to file H1B. So you didn't join the second company, did you? I did not. The company. Okay. So you can move to company B. Absolutely not a problem. So no, I am interested in the third company, which is not, which has not even filed my H1B yet. That's fine. Uh, but so you're still working, you're still working with company A. You never joined yes. with company B. Yes. So I can just let the company B know that I don't, I'm not interested. I'm not joining. That's fine. And that is fine. It won't hamper you. So when in future, uh, when I, sorry. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. 10 H1B companies can file 10 different H1Bs. You didn't join though. If you didn't join, if you didn't join, that's okay. That's not, that doesn't matter. You don't have to ever show that you ever worked with company B because you never worked for company B. Even though on the immigration history, they show an approval with company B, that's fine. It's not going to add, it's not going to have any problem. 
Okay. I, I just wanted to make sure when I go for stamping, I don't need the 797 for the employer. No, you do, after, because you didn't work for the company. You don't need 797 for the company. And do I need to do anything different for the not-for-profit or is it the same process? Oh, it's, since you already been counted towards the H1B member, <laughs> you already worked with the, uh, with the H1B member, even though you are joining company C as a non-profit, no difference, nothing. And there are some people will get confused. You can't move from non-profit to for-profit. That may be true for some people, Puneet, but that is not true for you. The reason okay. is that since you're already counted toward the H1B member, it doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. Next person, please. Yeah, I see. I will, I will, I will have my team contact you for the H1B transfer if you need help. Okay. Thank you. Anji. Thank you, Rahul. In Anji, go ahead. Yeah, hi, sir. Just I have a question that I posted in chat. Yes. Uh, um, good. Um, in case of amendment get denied, can employer file another petition? Yeah, yeah. They can. They and can. also can continue our work with the end client, right, sir? No need to stop our... Uh, no, you, may ha you have to wait once the... Uh, uh, you have to wait until... Uh, you have to wait until the second amendment has been filed. You have to wait. Oh, it means we need to take a uh, we leave vacation or something. Uh, no, stop I'm sorry. The work. We need to stop the work with the client. You need to yeah. You need to stop the work. You need to stop oh. the work. So from the time of denial to uh, uh, from the time of the uh, denial to the time they are going to file the second amendment. Okay. 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 Um, you have to. You have to wait. Okay. You have to Got stop it. working. Okay. But we are in the same status, right? As I ninety four is valid up to twenty twenty five, we are in the same status. H one B status. Yes, right? you are actually right. Okay. Got it, sir. Thank you so much, sir. Next person, Venkata Govindarajan. Venkanan Govindarajan. Sorry. Uh, hi, Mr. Ravel. Thanks for yeah, that. Yeah. Go ahead with it. Yeah. Actually, I'm calling from Dubai. Um. You're calling uh, from where? I'm calling from Dubai. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, actually, I'm working in a national oil company. I am. I have done uh, my master's in structural engineering from Indian University. Mm -hmm. Here in Dubai, I am having an experience of more than 25 years. I have a solid experience with different, uh, you know, uh, the companies um, around the world, like Spain. So, Mr. Govindarajan, I understand what you wanted to. You most probably want to enter into United States either on work visa or you want to enter on the enter on the green card is right if yes. i'm not mistaken yeah, the problem right. with that yeah the national interest waiver will work very good i'm i'm assuming that you're born in india is right of course yes please yeah the national interest will work very good for non indian nationals though oh, non indian wow. nationals when it comes to the indian nationals though when it comes to the indian nationals though the priority date is backlogged all the way to about 12 years. So even if you get the national interest waiver approved, you can't come into this country though. You'll mm -hmm. have to wait for 12 years. Then we do the council processing that will take about two, three years. Really, mm -hmm. you want to do that? So national interest waiver is not a good thing. If you want to consider though, you may want to consider something called O-1 visa. That's something that you can look into. The second okay. thing that you may want to look into is called EB1A. 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 Mm -hmm. 
make a note yeah. research all those things sure. research those things and mm-hmm. and then if you want to have a consultation with us then we can go over what what will be more appropriate for you great wonderful i have one more question my wife mm-hmm. is there actually my family is living there in texas and my what wife is there my wife is an f1 student and my kids okay. are f2 and i have also f2 independent visa she is okay. doing masters in uh, texas nice is there any chance to get in for me well, you already uh, yeah. can get in on f2 but the problem yeah, is yeah. about work visa is the concern yeah yeah work visa even if you get the na- even if you get the national interest waiver that's not good enough for you mm, the only yeah. other way that i can think is that she gets a h1b and then files a green card application gets an i140 approval and you go on a h4 ead which is probably if everything goes wrong about 4 to 5 years month next oh, person please thank you so much nivedita um, i'm a dentist and i've been offered research assistant position in the dental school on a j1 visa <laughs> yeah i don't like j1 visas you know so i'm also applying for masters program will be convert from j1 to f1 next year well, you're on a j1 right now No, no, I haven't taken up the position yet because I'm But still... That, does the J-1 require a two-year home residency requirement? Yes, yes. I'm from India. So oh, come on. Come on. I, 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 I'm applying H-1. Why can't they give, why can't they give a H-1B for you? Because um, it's, a, it's a university. They can file a H-1B without subject to cap. Yeah, but uh, he said he can't do that because this is not a payment. Uh, he's not going to give me any pay. It's just a position. Uh, where I'm I would yeah. not go into that J-1 visa though. I would not. I would not. Okay. Uh, okay, I would not. If you are considering that, I want you to have a consultation with a lawyer. to evaluate okay. i would avoid the consultation period that's a waste of money okay. to a lawyer i will as you say but if you still want okay then you can consider the waiver process is going to be an issue for me uh, yeah it's going to be it's easy to get a j1 it's very hard to get rid of it next person okay. please okay thank you varshini uh, hi sir i have doubt about my parents visa extension documents uh-huh so during 2020 they visited usa they stayed for 9 months so we applied for the visa extension before the biometric application came back they went to india back mm-hmm. but unfortunately okay. when we are shifting the houses i lost both the original documents of biometric and visa rejection ay 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 when is the passport so visa the, expiring uh their visa and passport is uh, valid till 24 sir till 24 okay 24 december say. so if they want to come back to usa they need the original documents that would be much you don't have a copies also uh no i think no sir we don't have the What original about? documents i put somewhere in the file but i misplaced that one we don't we have only the confirmation number usa number document okay so that should be good enough though that should be good enough though but is there any way you can go online and check the status of the confirmation number oh uh, yes sir we checked that but it's still showing that it's denial and we reapplied in ucs they said that we can't give you the soft copy till it's more than 6 months you have to go through the attorney attorney they said sir 
Okay. We need to yeah. check the state of valid, sir. If it's rejected, if the visa is valid till 24 or not, we, sh we should check that. Yeah, I would recommend just apply for a new visa there and then come over without taking any risk, though. That would be in your best interest. Okay, if we apply the new visa, they, if they don't ask these documents, sir? That's okay. You can, you can give them the receipt number. That'll be good enough for you. Okay, I'll take the last caller today, guys, as we're getting time. And don't if you if you can't get to me, you can always block a time that's more suitable to you. My consultation appointments are open, so you can book your time at any time. My schedule is online. I'll take the last caller today. Yeah. Hi. Uh, good morning. Uh, actually, hi. I'm on H uh, four right now. Uh, I'm audible. Mm -hmm. You're audible, Rekha. Yeah, and I just heard that rule, you know, when uh, H-1B, H-4 and H-4 EADs is applied together, uh, it's going to be approved together uh, for extensions, yeah. obviously. Right. Mostly, uh, but yes. I'm, already, I'm already on H-4 and the situation is my husband's address is going to change. We are going to change the state. So the company has to file the amendment. So if the um, with the amendment, my H-4 EAD is filed in premium. Mm -hmm. uh, would that be approved together, like uh, in It'll premium in 15 days? If it's, if it's filed together, 98% of the time it will be approved together. So it, it works for amendment as well, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It works for amendment too. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted to ask. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow. Uh, sorry, tomorrow at 2.30. Sorry, we couldn't answer all the people. Thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.